Welcome to Taft Talks, a podcast from The Modern Law Firm. In this ongoing series, Taft Talks Probate, Minneapolis private client partner Bob McLeod discusses hot topics and timely information surrounding private client litigation for trusts, wills, guardianships and conservatorships, and more. Hi, this is Bob McLeod, and welcome to another edition of Taft Talks Probate. And today we're going to be talking about jury trials in probate. When it comes to a jury trial, it starts with Minnesota Statute 524.1-306. And in particular, we'll start with paragraph A. Now, paragraph A says as follows. If duly demanded, a party is entitled to trial by jury in any proceeding in which any controverted question of fact arises as to which any party has a constitutional right to trial by jury. Well, what does that mean? That's what we're going to look at here for a couple minutes. When the Minnesota Constitution was passed in 1858, if you had a constitutional right to a jury trial when the state constitution was adopted, then you have a right to a jury trial today. Now, subsequent to 1858, some other statute might have given you a right to a jury trial. But in general, the matters that you had a right to a jury trial were constitutional issues and other specific legal issues where you had a right to trial by jury. So when it comes to probate, the question is, when the Minnesota Constitution was adopted, did you have a right to a jury trial in probate? And the quick answer is no. And here's why. There is no constitutional right to inherit. When it comes to an inheritance, it's only allowed because the state by grace, basically by statute, gives you the right to inherit property. In concept, arguably, the state could say when you die, no one gets the property. The general precept or point of law is that the reason you are able to inherit property is simply because the state has given you that right by statute. But let's just quick flesh that out just a little bit more. The U.S. Supreme Court, in, in one case, for example, Hodel v. Irving, made the point that there is no right to inherit money, but there is a right to devise or gift your money away. So while no one has the right to say, you have to give me an inheritance, or you can't spend your money, otherwise I won't be able to inherit it, That's a fundamental precept. No one has the right to get someone else's property. But the Supreme Court has found that part of the rights of owning property is the right to give that property away. So that creates a curious conundrum. What would happen if, for example, the state of Minnesota said, you do not have the right to give your property away at death, and if you die owning property, it is sheets or falls to the state of Minnesota for ownership. To my knowledge, I don't know of any state that does that. But boy, would that be a fascinating legal question if it did, because although no one has the right to inherit property, 
could you extinguish the right to devise property? And arguably no, because arguably that's in the bundle of rights when you have property. But that even gets more complicated because, now this is really subtle stuff, the states define property interests where the federal government isn't supposed to define property interests. Property interests are supposed to be defined by the state. And if the state says you don't have the right to devise property, that's supposed to be where the analysis ends. But could we raise all kinds of other constitutional arguments on this, this issue? Sure, and that's, that's really well beyond uh, this particular podcast. But the initial quick point is you don't have the right to inherit property. But now you might remember some from some prior podcasts that there are some exempt property rights that people have in Minnesota, and those do exist in our state constitution. It kind of goes all the way back to the whole, you know, 40 acres and a mule that in bankruptcy or after death, you get a certain amount of property to try to restart your life or, or continue going on. So if decedent dies, the surviving spouse has the right to a homestead and uh, some personal property and a family allowance of some cash on a monthly basis for a period of time. And the way the law has evolved so far is you also have a right to a car. Now, they didn't have a car when the state constitution was adopted, but the point is the state has set out a certain amount of property that a surviving spouse can receive, and those are constitutional rights. And that's why exempt property rights and those are found in Minnesota Statute 524.2401-2405. Those exempt property rights are deemed constitutional rights and often deemed outside of the probate process, per se, that they are kind of this separate, distinct set of property rights that people inherit. So when it comes to a right to a jury trial in probate, unless there's a constitutional issue that's driving the analysis, you don't have a right to a jury trial. And that's primarily because there's no right to inherit property. But let me give you a couple situations that can invoke some constitutional rights that maybe would, depending on how the issues presented to the court, would require a jury trial. There are cases out there, they're, they're kind of fun to read and study, For example, let's say a decedent gives their real estate to a city, but they say that the gift is subject to the condition that only persons of a certain race can use the property. Now, at that point, we start to invoke constitutional issues because the state in managing the park would be enforcing a gift to the city that is discriminatory on its face. And at that point, we have a constitutional issue. Another really fascinating area of the law, and this happens more than you might think, and the questions are are complex. Let's say, for example, property is devised to a daughter, provided the daughter only marries a person of a certain race, or property is devised to a son, provided the son marries someone of a certain religion. These um, are complicated questions. Does this interfere with fundamental rights of uh, non-discrimination or free practice of religion? Or is it really simple? You don't have the right to inherit it. These are my conditions. If you want it, you get it. And if you don't, you won't. 
these are really fun issues, and maybe one day we'll dig into a couple of these cases and explain how some of the courts have handled them. You'll see in different courts in different ways, one seems to go north and one seems to go south. It's really kind of some interesting case law to review. But those would be examples where, although the issue isn't whether you have the right to inherit, but that the inheritance is subject to a condition that triggers a constitutional analysis that might end up requiring the court to impanel a jury to review it. So we've figured out that you don't have a right to a jury trial, except in some narrow circumstances, uh, maybe the exempt property or some discriminatory provisions. So that brings us to the next part of the statute, Minnesota Statute 524.1-306B, which says... If there is no right to a trial by jury under subsection A, or the right is waived, the court in its discretion may call a jury to decide any issues of fact in which the verdict is advisory only. So once again, we ask the question, well, what does that mean? An advisory jury. So if there's no constitutional right, the court can impanel a jury or it can be requested and the jury serves as an advisory position for the court. Let's say, for example, someone's challenging a will based on capacity or undue influence, where there's going to be an awful lot of facts. We're going to have to assess medical records and medical reports and experts and witnesses of all sorts. And the court might allow a jury to be impaneled to sort through all that evidence and make findings of fact to help the court determine whether uh, a will or a gift under a will is valid. What's interesting about this is that the jury is advisory only, meaning the court could impanel a jury and they could sit through a two-week trial and hear all kinds of evidence and then go in the jury room and make its determinations and findings of fact and report it all to the court. But because the jury is advisory only, the court could say, you know what, jury? Uh, I disagree, and I'm not going to follow your findings. Or the court could say, okay, the jury's found these findings, and I'm going to uh, uphold them and follow them. But it's advisory only. So even if the court impanels a jury to hear all the facts and make determinations, the court isn't bound to follow the jury's findings. It's advisory only, which is kind of an interesting, quirky part of the law. So to summarize, in probate, do you have a right to a jury trial? Probably not, unless some very specific constitutional issue is invoked. Probably no right to a jury trial. And even if you get a jury trial, the court isn't bound to follow the jury's findings. So you might say to yourself, well, why then do a jury? And my quick comment to you is, I agree. Most probate cases are handled by a judge. Now, if a judge does impanel a jury, the judge isn't in a hurry to reject a jury's findings. But it begs the question of why go through the exercise if it's not going to be mandatory upon the judge. So most probate cases are heard by a judge and decided by a judge. And maybe we'll talk about in a future podcast here, when you're dealing with a case in front of a judge as opposed to a jury, how it's different. And the the quick point is, 
the judge is allowed to hear a lot more evidence that a jury would not be allowed to hear because the judge is confident that the judge can ignore things that it shouldn't consider. And it both helps trials move along quicker, but it also makes it a little bit more complicated in that a lot more information is brought into the court record. But that's probably stuff for another podcast. But for now, that's the rights of a jury trial in probate, and I look forward to talking to you again. Thank you for listening to Taft Talks. If you liked this episode, leave us a review and make sure to subscribe to stay up to date with The Modern Law Firm. This podcast provides general information related to the law. Taft Talks is not providing legal advice and does not establish an attorney-client relationship. The opinions expressed on Taft Talks belong to the individual attorneys on the program and do not necessarily reflect the firm's position. For questions and comments, please contact podcast at taftlaw.com. Additional information about Taft can be found at taftlaw.com.